welcome back to Season 5 of the Lighting Your Way podcast. My name is Betty Long, and I am your host during these conversations. I do hope that you enjoy them, and I look forward to hearing your feedback. In this episode, we talk with Mike Prevatira, Fund Administrator with District Council 21 of the International Union of Painters and Allied Trades in Philadelphia, about his life-changing experience thanks to the heart scan a painless, non-invasive test that helps reveal your risk of heart disease often before other warning signs appear. With Mike is Guardian Nurses Vice President Rebecca Zarkowski, who at the time was Mike's nurse advocate. Mike Prevatira, Rebecca Zarkowski, welcome to the Lighting Your Way podcast. Hey, Betty, how are you? Hi, Betty. Thanks for having me. Good, thanks. Um, Mike, you're a first-time guest, and Rebecca Zarkowski uh, is our vice president, but in this role, in this conversation, she was your nurse advocate way back when. Um, so, yep. Rebecca, yes, welcome back. Thank you. You're getting, uh, you're getting to be a veteran. I know. I know. My new career. Look out, <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> All right, Mike. Um, you're you're currently at in your day job. You're currently the fund administrator for District Council 21, which is a um, a group for the International Union of Painters and Tradespeople. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, you know, the fund administrator. I'm certainly familiar with it. Rebecca is, but what is it that you do for your membership? So just to give you a little history on actually how District Council 21 works, it's actually an umbrella of um, four traits. So it's the Glazers Union, Painters Union, Drywall Finishers, and Wallpaper Hangers. And so I am the Fund Administrator of District Council 21, and I oversee um, 12 employees that work in the office here with me on a daily basis. Um, and we oversee the members, active members and retirees and their dependents' uh, benefits. And, and, and the benefits are, are health and welfare benefits. Does it also include pension as well? It does not include pension. They, um, so we do handle uh, health and welfare and their members' annuity fund. Okay. Right. And your experience, I mean, we're talking about the heart scan today, but, but your experience as a fund administrator like, how did you get to the heart scan with DC-21? What was the connection? So, well, I guess it was about um, 18 years ago when I actually got in the union. I was a glazer, worked out in the field as a glazer for about uh, eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. And when I was on the job site, I actually always hear a lot of the members talking about this heart scan. Um and I was, you know, always interested in hearing about it, but apparently uh, the machine broke and it went away and didn't hear much about it. And then <laughs> fast forward to a couple years later when I actually became the fund administrator, um, Temple started to roll out this heart scan program, which I remember the, the members talking about. So I always thought, wow, you know, that would be great. I know the members enjoyed, well, like, like to get those scans done. So I said, what a great opportunity to, uh, you know, bring it back. Okay. And, so, uh, yeah, allow the members to start it up again. So, Rebecca, I'm going to s- switch over to you as the nurse, right? So Mike's got this opportunity to have his members do a heart scan. Can you 
define, you know, for our audience what a heart scan is? Sure, absolutely. It's um, best way to describe it. It's a non-invasive scan, like a like a CAT scan, basically, that can predict the um, the plaque in somebody's arter- heart arteries. So okay. in certain situations, it's very useful to determine risk factor um, for for heart disease. I mean, that's really what it's designed to do. Okay. So, and, and anybody, I mean, you, it's not covered by insurance, I don't think now, is it? It is not. It okay. is not. It's, yeah. um, sometimes it's called a calcium scan. Sometimes it's called a calcium scoring scan. Sometimes it's part of like a cardiac CT, but it is not covered by insurance. You do pay okay. out of pocket. It is not a lot of money. Well, I guess that's relative, right? But for what it tells you, it is not an unreasonable amount of money. Relative to yeah, other Betty, tests we, we and We treat that as, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. No, I was just going to say that we, we actually treat it here at uh, District Council 21 as an in-house benefit for the members. Uh, okay. So you're, so you're the fund administrator and you are reintroduced to the heart scan through Temple. Um, and, and what do you do? You're trying to set a good example. So you tell me what happened. Yeah, so sure. So, you know, I would always go to the membership meetings and, and promote this heart scan. So I kind of felt like a hypocrite in a way because I was telling all of our members to go get this scan done. So I figured, you know what, I, I better go get it done myself. Um, <laughs> so Good example. Kind of how good. it went. Yeah. yeah. So you went, to, you went to get the scan uh, six years ago and, and what happened? You know, I mean, you're, you're a so, yeah, young so I, man, right? So you go to get the scan thinking you're okay. I sure did. I sure did. So, uh, so yeah, it was about six years ago around this time. I went and got the scan done and uh, didn't really think much about it. And I realized, you know, a couple of weeks have gone by where I didn't get the results. Um, so I was actually going to call them. And right when I was going to call them, they actually reached out to me. I, I kind of remember it pretty vividly. They called me on a Friday afternoon in, in May, and it was a nurse um, – it was reaching out from Temple. I answered the phone, and she said, you know, is this Mike? And I said, it is. And she said, this is uh, such and such from the Temple heart, uh, heart scan. just wanted to kind of fill you in on some of the results that we found on your scan. And she said, um, you know, basically, your heart looks great. You had a zero score. Um, but we did notice that we found a nodule on your right lung. Uh, it was about the size of a dime, if I remember correctly. I think it was like nine millimeters. Wow. That's, um, wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of remember standing there in uh, bewilderment, and I uh, didn't really know what to say or do. <laughs> um, so they suggested, you know, that I come down to Temple and follow up with a pulmonologist. And, okay. yeah, so then I... I think I called my wife first, and then I called you guys second. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, the good news, you got a zero score for your heart, but the uh, not-so-good news right. is they found something, which, yeah. you know, is an, uh, an indirect benefit, obviously, of the test if they're looking at your chest, right, and can see. Correct. Um, did yeah. they, did the, the Temple folks, did they, did they get an appointment for you with the pulmonologist, or did you have to do that on your own? No, they did. They did. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so what said, happened when you went to that pulmonologist? Did Rebecca go with you at that point? I, I think Rebecca was there at that time. Um, 
So basically, yeah. when yeah. you know, we met with the pulmonologist, she said, you know, you're kind of in a, in a conundrum here because of the location of where the nodule was. So it was right next to my aorta. So they said the normal post procedure would be to go in and biopsy it. But since it was so close to my aorta, they didn't want to do that because they were afraid they, were, they could take the chance of nicking my aorta. So basically, I had two options, and that was one, to wait and get another scan in a month or two and see if the, the nodule grew, or I could have a lobectomy. Hmm. Um, okay. Wow. Yeah, so I think me, my wife, and Rebecca, we walked out of there, and we all decided that we should get a second opinion. <laughs> good idea. Um, Very good. Yeah. You've been schooled well. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we scheduled a second opinion with Penn Presbyterian, went went and met with that doctor, and that doctor pretty much told me the same exact thing the Temple doctor told me. Okay. So. And so, you, so Rebecca, you're at the Temple appointment, right? And you're hearing what Mike's hearing. What what's your what are you thinking at that point? Well, they were leaning certainly towards watch and wait until another scan. And that made me a little uncomfortable. He's a young man. He shouldn't have something in his lung. He's a non-smoker. He's athletic. You know, it, it wasn't, it didn't sit well with me, which is why I, we kind of said, let's just go get somebody else to weigh in. Um, mm -hmm. And then if you, when we, when we did, what I appreciated about that uh assessment was we had the ability with the doctor to actually look at the films hmm. and he was looking at if you remember Mike right this cellular level like the the, the actual shape of the cells which were yes. in his hmm. mind clearly positive for cancer because they were irregular and the shape that they took on it was he believed uh, with no doubt that this was cancer, and so we could watch and wait, but the end result was going to be this lobectomy regardless. Okay. Yeah. Right, and why Why did the temple, I, I'm just curious, that was there not, the why? because they had the films, right? They did the original heart scan. Why didn't they have the films to show you during that appointment? I, honestly, don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, I was just curious, but you know, yeah. I mean, that's a great—it's a great visual when somebody can get, um, you know, actually look at it. I know patients appreciate that when they can, and especially if a doctor is interested in showing them as well, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at what you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. So, so Mike, you decide uh, you're going to go with the lobectomy, right? We did. So I think the next step in the whole process was I went and had a PET scan done, um, and you know, both I think. They were both re recommended by Temple and Penn, you know, to have that be the next step. And then they said if the nodule lights up, it's a good indicator that it's most likely cancer. Um, so I went and had the PET scan done, and unfortunately, yes, that, that did light up mm -hmm. in my lung. Um, but it was the only thing that came that came up on the scan, mm -hmm. which was good. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was the next step, had the uh, PET scan, and then uh, decided to have the lobectomy done in wow. September. September. Okay, yeah. so, so um, and you had it done. How did you do? I mean, Rebecca, were you involved in that at all? Would you go down to see Mike? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did great. 
Um, and yeah, what I think was I spent it? Maybe three days in the hospital. Okay. Um, came home on oxygen, but uh, yeah, I think you know the procedure went well. They said there was nothing in my margins, nothing in my lymph nodes. Didn't need chemo. Didn't need radiation. Right. You know, they caught it so early that you know I was very fortunate. They did oh. say it was a, if I remember correctly, it was a, a slow-growing, non-aggressive carcinoid. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow, I like I, I'm. You must have been stunned. I mean, you, right? No symptoms, right? No shortness of breath. No nothing. Nothing. No, no, no weight loss. Like you said, not wasn't a smoker. No weight loss. Yeah. No pain. Wow. Nothing. I so think you, my wife was more stunned than I was because <laughs> she thought for sure it was going to be nothing. Right. You know, well, she sure, works yeah. in the medical field, so. But yeah, uh, um, listen. I'm sure the radiologist reading the the study was surprised as well, right? Because again, you know, you present as a young, healthy man w- with no smoking mm-hmm. history, right? And and they're looking at your heart and see a little lesion. So, you know, we yeah. we see that. All, I mean, Rebecca and I see that all the time. I mean, our colleagues do at Guardian Nurses that you know tests are done and you know incidental findings come out. Well, that, I can add to that. Yeah, yeah I can add that, to that. So when I had my PET scan. That's when I found out at 43 years old that I was born with one kidney and oh. never knew it. Oh. Whoa. So they found that out on the PET scan. Oh, my God. I'm surprised yeah. you're not afraid to go into tests anymore. It's like, I, wait a minute. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, again, the good I news. I have white coat syndrome prior. Right. Now I Definitely. really have it. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. kidding. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Really? So you you do a PET scan and they're like, yeah. yeah so I have a half a lung, one kidney. I'm oh, a, Jesus. I'm like a mummy. <laughs> but you're still hey, you're doing well. You're doing. I'm good. still still kicking here. Besides one kidney and uh, half a lung, like how are you doing now? Is there any follow up that you're doing? Are you getting regular scans still, or what's? So the... I do. I so I I get an annual scan down at Penn. Um, and knock on wood, yeah, so far so good. Everything looks great. Actually, my last game was back in November, and they told me, you know, because that was my my fifth year scan. They told me I didn't need to have any more if I didn't want to, but I I said, well, if it's okay with you guys, I'd I would prefer to keep coming down. <laughs> right. If not, Given my if not every year, yeah. every other year. So just to give me peace of mind. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so next so, uh, year, next September, November, I have a, I'm scheduled for my six year scan, and then I think maybe after that I would go every other year. Okay. Um. And, and how about are you? So you're not getting the you haven't gotten the heart scan again, right? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> I have not. No. But uh, is your are, is your membership still getting it? Or are you still supporting they it are. from the fund? They are. Yes. Okay. Yes. And since then, we have actually added. Um, a scan for the lung as well with the help of guardian nurses. Oh. So our so, members can go and get the heart and the lung scan done at the oh, same time. Two different okay. two different scans but can go down uh on the same appointment and get get the scan done if they oh, choose to, to uh to do so. Yeah. Do you know, do you know of any uh members that have had uh difficult results or I I actually haven't heard any. No, as of Good. as of now. So the the lung's been up I guess up and running for maybe a little over a year now, but uh, okay. no, no, I haven't. Not not as far as the lung goes. Now we do have members who have 
some high plaque scores with the the heart. Okay. Um, but yeah, as far as the lung, I haven't really heard anything. And Rebecca, when when members do get a, a high calcium score, right? What what's the follow up for them? What does that indicate for them? Yeah, so they'll um, get a call from from the ordering physician who would then review the scores with them. Um, they go from, I believe the scoring is, I think it goes from, it should be zero, right? There should be no plaque. But okay. once you start going one over 301, so I think one to 10 is like minimum. If you have a score of one to 10, it's minimum 11 mm. to 100 is mild, 101 to 300 is moderate. And then above 300, you're considered severe risk for heart disease due to the plaque that's growing on the, um, the on the coronary muscle. And so you can't reduce the score, but you can prevent further increase. So if you were sitting somewhere 100 or lower and you're looking at this risk factor of minimal to mild, you may go on a statin. So it won't reduce you down to a lower number, but it would prevent that perhaps, depending on what the doctor feels is appropriate, from increasing. And that's okay. obviously the ultimate goal is to prevent heart, you know, any kind of heart disease would be to keep that plaque at a minimum, if if none at all. Okay. Right. And, and do we know that it, uh, in terms of the demographics, like who should get uh, a heart scan? Yeah, so, you know, the from all the current uh, stats, it's looking like between ages 40 and 70-year-olds uh, with an increased risk of heart disease that do not have symptoms. Okay. So that means like a family history would be a, an example of what that risk factor looks like. So mm -hmm. I had gotten one done a couple years ago because of my family history, my cardiac family history, mm -hmm. and it's it's deep and it's big. <laughs> and I came in just at 100 and I was, uh, I did it before I was 50 even. Oh God, now I'm telling the whole world my age. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, it definitely makes you more mindful, you know, knowing the bad outcomes that could happen. You, you, I feel like you're more, even if you don't run off back to the doctor or change anything, you know, with medication and pharma, pharmacology intervention, your lifestyle intervention, you're just more in tune with it. So that's also a huge help, right? If you start exercising and eat better and worry about your cholesterol, you'll also reduce the risk of increased, right. hopefully, of increased plaque unless family history takes over. Okay. Betty, I can tell you this. When we rolled out the program, um, we set the parameters at for males at the age of 40 and females at the age of 50. Okay. And then since we've added the lung, we actually reset and we lowered the age for the female down to 40 as well. So currently okay. anyone over the age of 40, male or female, can, can get the scan done. Okay. And That's but it's great. still it, it's still a benefit of being a member of DC twenty one. It's not because it's covered by the insurance. Correct. Correct. I I don't I don't understand why they wouldn't cover it if it's a you know it's it's identifying in your case certainly you know a catastrophic result right if you didn't mm -hmm. know that you had that lesion it would have grown and gotten bigger and perhaps perhaps metastasized you know where it was yep, treatment sure. was going to be chemo. Right. And surgery. Yep. So I, I, you know, I'm not sure who's making the decisions, but um, Re Rebecca, when you 
you know, talk, it, you're working with a cardiologist who, but, but a, can a primary care doctor order? You don't really need an order for this test, right? Or do you? Uh, I think you do. I think you need a script. And yes, I think you can get, I got mine for my PCP, not a cardiologist. Okay, great. And um, do you, Mike, do you know how much uh, you pay for the heart scan and the lung scan? I do. So the heart, for the heart scan, it's uh, $250 a scan. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Rebecca, an investment, right? Uh, especially if it's non-invasive, you can pop in. I think it takes mm-hmm. all of, you know, 15 minutes. Uh, I think par- yeah. finding a parking space might be. I said, longer. Yeah, that's what I would always tell our members. It takes longer to find a parking spot than it does to right, actually have exactly. the scan done. Yeah. Mike, do you, um, have you, do you often tell your membership about it? I'm sure at membership meetings or kind of as your personal story. Um, I do, I do. Um, so actually, what I what I will do is, um, when we bring in a new apprentice class every year, I'll go over and I'll explain all the, you know, the benefits that the members are going to be receiving, and then I'll fill them in on my story. And um, yeah, so I would say maybe once a year, I'll kind of yeah. fill the members in on on basically that this scan saved my life. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's a I mean, listen, it's a powerful story. It's what people come away with. You're standing up there telling your story. It's it's hard not to remember. Oh, that guy had a heart scan, and you know they found right. a lung a lung lesion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rebecca, have you had any other patients like Mike who've had heart who've had other incidental findings in a um, in a scan? Yeah, I think I had one other patient, and it was. Um the scoring, calcium scoring on the heart was insanely high. I want to say it was 500 and something. And um, we referred him directly to cardiology, and I believe that he ended up uh, with a cast and a stent and all new meds, like a whole new. (laughs) But, you know, again, avoided an MI, right, or a heart attack, I guess you say it that way. And so, you know, there's a, there's great wins there. Just even it doesn't mean that everybody's going to have a normal. A lot of these things might be actionable, but if you can catch them early enough, you know, right. look, look at Mike. You know, it's a, right. it's a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike. Otherwise, I mean, have you been otherwise healthy since that incident? Um. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I know of. Yes. Knock on wood. <laughs> yes. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. Don't get any scans. Um. No. But I like that. Yeah. That's got to be because you. You know that was probably a pretty traumatic experience for you. I, has it changed you or your not approach to healthcare, but has it changed your, I don't know, experience with it? I always, you know, let the members know to go get their, uh, their mammograms done and their colonoscopies done. Right. And things like that. So, yeah, the pre- the preventative care. Yeah, for know. sure. Right. Yeah, so, you're you're a yeah, perfect yeah. story for that. Yeah, because yep. um, yep. uh, I mean, I know when we talk, Rebecca and I will talk to groups, and uh, you know, even at health fairs when we're trying to tout uh, preventive screening, uh, you know, it's always it, you never think you're the one, right? You never think you're going to be the one that something's going to happen yeah. to, and so That's right. just get That's it right. done. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Rebecca, do you have anything to add about the heart scan? I want to give you an opportunity to weigh in. 
I know. I do think that uh, if people are listening, that there's value in discussing it with your physician. I know it's not standard of care yet as far as cardiac assessment, but I think that the the information you pull from it, it can be helpful, you know, for you and your family. Yeah, but I know. I would encourage you to discuss it with your physician. Or, or your health care provider, because you may have a nurse practitioner. That's, I'm sorry, you're right. That's or right. your health care provider. Thank you, Betty. <laughs> well, and to Mike's point, like way back when, when the heart scan, I remember what Mike was talking about, like there, there weren't a lot of doctors who were um, positive about it or endorsing it. They kind of poo-pooed it. But, uh, you know, they've yes. continued to do the research and, you know, with stories like Mike and with stories like your patients, Rebecca, that it can, you know, prevent a traumatic event, a, a catastrophic event, like a, a heart attack or something worse. Right. So I, I think over time, I think cardiologists are more open to the heart scan, which is good. Right. But that's that's because there's been more research and more results mm-hmm. that they can look at because, you know, physicians are typically data driven, right? A standard of care. So it's good to see that they finally have kind of, you know, opened their uh, hearts, <laughs> open their hearts to it. <laughs> so uh, so, Mike, congratulations. I'm, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad it all turned out. Thank you, buddy. I'm, yeah. I'm glad I have you guys. Oh, thank you guys you. were there for uh, for my journey and uh, guidance. And Rebecca, so thank another, you. Another another uh, another feather in your cap, Rebecca. Congratulations! There you go. Guiding Mike. <laughs> his, yeah, guiding Mike for his journey. <laughs> you still got it, kids. You still got it. <laughs> All right, Mike. Thank you for joining us, Rebecca. Thank you for taking the time. Sure. Uh, I enjoy it. My continued good health to you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. If you have any questions that you would like us to address in a future episode, please email us at podcast at guardiannurses.com. That email again is podcast at guardiannurses.com. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us this week. You can find the Lighting Your Way podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, YouTube, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you liked what you heard, tell a friend and leave us a review. You can learn all about Guardian Nurses Healthcare Advocates on our website, guardiannurses.com. So until next time, find some joy in your life, pet all the good doggies and kitties, and remember to tell your people that you love them. Take care.